0: Say hello to celebrity photographer Kevin McDays. Hi. He's photographed Rita Ora, Jessie J, and Cheryl. Now it's your turn, darling. I was never one that was terribly good in P.E., so I'm hoping right now that my mom can write me another sick note for this. Game, set, let's go. <laughs> What she looks like when she has balls flying at her face. Baby. Oh, my what balls that's are that's flying out of here. You love balls, don't you? No, know these fucking balls. <laughs> Mary, I have a question for you before we jump into this fabulous clip of the week with Lawrence Cheney. Why? Why are we? So, why am I so in love with this entire cast already?
1: Compared I don't to season know. 13, you know, I think I think Lawrence Chaney is part of the answer to that question. Uh, I love this cast, yeah. I am, and I think choosing Lawrence as like a clip of the week is kind of like a, uh, you know, an example of the love that I'm feeling for season 13 is appropriate because it's like this I'm immediately charmed, I'm immediately into it. I feel like Let's use Lawrence as an example, because this is a queen who I just am delighted by. I love her aesthetic. I love the the sense of humor. I I mean, it's to me, it's so funny because I feel like Lawrence is only 23, but there's something, obviously, even Graham Norton mentions this later in the episode. There's something about her that feels a little bit like an old-fashioned queen. Like There's something about that sense of humor where I'm like, oh, I feel like you've been doing this for 15 years, you know? And it just is i love it i'm just i'm i'm really enjoying lawrence and really honestly this entire cast
0: well to say nothing about the entire cast which we are about to talk about but lawrence janey clip of the week because yes from the from the top lawrence first in the workroom. so lawrence had to set the tone for this not just this episode but this season and this cast and i think they made a really smart choice by putting lawrence well, I think is a total scream um, oh. first. And then having that talking head of I dreamed a dream. He refers to Susan Boyle as Subo.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm the Susan Boyle of drag. I dreamed a dream. And it's the only lyric I know. I, it, but I
0: don't think Subo even knew the rest of the right, lyrics. Right,
1: right, right.
0: <laughs> um, and then having the banter. Lawrence got to have banter and hold court with every queen that walked in. Which yeah. I think is what we needed. That... The banter between him and Cherry Valentine. Do they have good teeth in Darlington? No. I and I mean, that like was...
1: <laughs> gesture to the invisible audience. No. Like that's that kind of humor. Where <gasps> you know what I love the most about it is it's it's a little shady, but she is there's always like a wink. You know? Oh, like they're all in it. They're yeah. All in there's it. a smile yeah. on the punchline. Like it's. I I just think Lawrence is uh, yeah the perfect queen to kind of open the season uh, and. Yeah. And, and so good at kind of like just watching her interact with everybody was just like so it was so enjoyable. Lawrence is the queen you want to go sit next to, you know, mm-hmm. and go talk to like Lawrence is the one you want to be seated next to at the dinner party.
0: Absolutely. I think out of most of these cast members, for sure, I'd pick I'd pick Lawrence first. And then even RuPaul. Well, RuPaul, I think, had fun with everybody, which, God, it, it reminds me of last UK season. Where we were like, oh, RuPaul's having fun again. Oh, RuPaul's funny. RuPaul's so good at this. And mm-hmm. it was so, I just love when RuPaul is a main part of these mini challenges. And, and it, it, that, that's this clip of the week. Like RuPaul, we got to see RuPaul have a good time with Lawrence Chaney. That to me is Vivian energy.
1: Yeah, I mean, even, like, the way that Lawrence comes in, there was just that body language of, like, all right, RuPaul, I'm, oh, my God, I'm, I don't know what that is. First accent of the season recap, and it's not good. Um,
0: all right, all oh, right RuPaul. All,
1: oh, I can't, oh, no. Oh, Lawrence Cheney. Oh, man, this is going to be bad. Record scratch, try again. Don't do the accent this time. Um, but the way that Lawrence comes in and just goes, all right, RuPaul, and has, like, her hands on her hips, like, it's... So, I don't know why that was so funny to me. It was just that, like, immediate, like, all right, RuPaul.
0: I mean, Mary, I watched this with my two new friends, and we we were even laughing at Lawrence Cheney's entire runways. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. The, that stomp she did down the runway as Diana, R- we were dying.
1: Yeah, all the little faces, like, yes. it was... So good. I, I just yeah. You know, RuPaul says like every time she came out on stage it just made me happy. And I yes. think that's you know, uh it's 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 similar to RuPaul's statement to Simone in episode two of like, you've got star quality, like you've got it. Like just that like right away it was like, Oh, I like you. And I I've got the same kind of vibe, you know?
0: Lawrence Cheney is an answer to the question. Why are we having two drag race seasons on at the same time? Yeah. It's because we also needed Lawrence Cheney.
1: Yeah. I, I know, and, 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 so and the re- others, and right? so many others, but certainly <laughs> like to start, we needed Lawrence Cheney. We needed, you know, our first Scottish queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I I yes, this is we talked about this in the Only Marys we just or the I guess it's just Matreon that we just recorded. But I don't want to see any of these queens go home. The queen who went home this week, I didn't want to see go home. Like it was I'm, insane.
0: It was insane yeah. how much I loved them all. I was like, don't, you know, send them, keep them all. <laughs> don't them send all. any of them. Yeah. Don't send yeah, any don't send, them send them any of them home.
1: Well, now now Nicole, now you're on to something. <laughs> yes, we really. like. I yes, love that idea. That's correct.
0: Um, I this episode had everything for me. It had RuPaul having fun. It even had RuPaul. Wait a minute, doing a uh-huh. wait a minute moment. We gotta um, wait a minute. We had looks. We had comedy. Uh, We had all of them. We had some shady moments. We even had, and I know it's kind of like a tired storyline, but there was something different about the way Lawrence, you know, sorry, wrong door. Just the way that Lawrence talked about not taking off his makeup. It reminded me of the conversation of the fat kid wearing his shirt in the pool. Yes. Of like, maybe this will be better. Maybe they won't see it. As this barrier, this other, just this this common refrain of drag being a barrier or an armor for people. I'm not tired of it. And I loved hearing Lawrence talk about it.
1: Yeah. This was uh, for a topic, you know, or, or an expression or a point of view that we've heard before. This still felt really fresh of like, Oh, I don't want to take my makeup off right now. Like it totally felt like taking your, your shirt off at the pool party. I, I love that. But I, and I love that it was, I mean, obviously Lawrence is one of those people that, you know, it deflects a lot of their feelings with self-deprecating humor and that's very charming, but you're always like, well, how much do you really believe that joke, you know? And and I think those moments of like, yeah, Lauren's kind of like, oh, sorry, wrong door. And like doing that, like, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm the troll that wandered yeah, under the wrong it bridge was, moment. Right, right. It's, it's it, was, so, it was an Igor moment.
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. It's so funny and it's so charming, but you're like, oh, but you really do think that you're an Igor, yeah. don't you? And like, yeah. there's that underlying thing that I think, from the preview, we're going to see some of that crack open next episode.
0: Oh, completely. All of these Queens. I mean, even the conversation between Estina and Taze where it could have made a turn to, you know, like, well, I'm doing Dr. Tell Versace or what you mm-hmm. want to do is not necessarily what we're going to do. Instead, it was like, Well, I mean, like, who was I going to pick? We didn't really have a... uh, And then they just turned it to this conversation about lack of POC representation for gay people. I'm just like, this is the season I needed, you know? Yeah, Uh, yeah. That just kind of cleansed my palate. Yeah, it was...
1: I, I... I'd seen some people saying on social media like oh this is like the best premiere that Drag Race has ever had and I would say it is I don't know I haven't done the evaluation across the board but I'd say this is a this is high on the list of great premieres where it just the the people we were introduced to the narratives that they managed to capture in this episode, the, the different types of drag, the different, you know, the, the puns, the, the judges, how much fun mm-hmm. they were having, like the
0: controversy a, of the elimination. even Yeah.
1: I mean, across the board, this episode, just, uh, for anyone who thinks that like, Oh, drag race UK or any of the international franchises are like, a a lesser yep. spin off of mm-hmm. drag race. I, like drag race UK is, to me feels like it, it is its own accomplishment. Totally, you know,
0: totally. They even had a guest judge who wasn't phoning it in. Liz Hurley.
1: Oh, she was so funny. I love the way she would suggest her puns. She'd be like, um, uh, you know, the, the queen who fell to earth, you know, the, uh, you know, it was, just, it was always just kind of like leaning in of like, Oh, does anyone uh, smell burning rubber? Right, like it just, right. she would try them out. Like it was so funny.
0: I, you know, we got lots of really great catchphrases that didn't feel phoned in. Like, let's be having ya. I love let's be having ya by Bimini Bombulash, which is another great drag name, right? Oh, we-
1: Bimini Bomb Like, the thing with <clears throat> Bimini Bombulash is it makes me want to go full Michael Caine. Bimini Bombulash Like, Bimini Bombulash Like, it's, it's going to get worse and worse the longer she lasts this season. I apologize uh. now god
0: um but yeah so we had Lesbi avenue um you know i know i'm saying it the wrong way um uh, even even uh, a fanciest slice like that to me even though it kind of read like okay caitlin time for dinner it still Mm. felt fresh to me
1: um it also felt like a line that she's been using for like 15 years that everybody knows so you're like oh yeah that's what she says yeah
0: Right. I mean, Tay saying, oi, 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 Savaloy. I mean, that to me also stuck. There were, I mean, Joe Black, God, Glenn Close uh, looks so rough. Like, there were so many quips here that just went by so quickly that were memorable. And then you go back to season 13 opening and you're like... Okay, they they all lip-synced quickly, right?
1: Yeah, but I don't remember anybody's, like, entrance line, if I'm going to be honest. Like, none of them are really sticking, whereas I think this is the thing with, like, Drag Race UK, and I think, I'm sure this came up in our Season 1, Series 1 recap, but I think... In general, there's a different sense of humor, like it's a little bit drier, a little bit wittier, a little bit more, you know, about wordplay and cleverness. And there's sort of this, yeah, this sort of self-effacing, self-deprecating sense of humor that we see a lot more of on Drag Race UK versus American Drag Race. And I feel like that all serves the, the model of Drag Race really well because... So much of it is about puns and so much of it was about wordplay and is about mm-hmm. like these sort of like double meanings and, you know, uh, uh, double entendres. And I feel like it there are ways in which Drag Race UK works better than U.S. Drag Race. And I think including RuPaul and Michelle, yes. I think they work better on this than they do on the U.S. version.
0: It's like the clock was turned back and we're back to a fresher version. Even the queens just have a different energy. The fact that there's no money involved too, and I know that essentially there is money involved because of booking fees and things, but still there is a difference there where this is more about showing up and and being on the platform and doing mm-hmm. well on the platform. The idea that these girls also kind of... Av- they know about each other for the most part, except for Ronnie yeah. Green. Um,
1: uh-huh. They don't know me. <laughs> they
0: don't know me though. Uh,
1: uh, Ronnie <laughs> um, Green, we got to get and, to her soon.
0: Oh, totally. Uh, but you know, you have queens like Ginny Lemon, and it's and it's accepted and celebrated. We haven't I feel like we haven't seen a Ginny Lemon on drag race for a very since I'm gonna even go so far as saying Tammy Brown. It's just like Mm. there's nobody giving me that energy.
1: And what I like about Ginny is instead of that the the vibe that kind of surrounded Tammy of like, you know, there was kind of wonky music and it was all just kind of like, who's this kooky alien in the room? I feel like Ginny is still kind of a valid energy in the room. She's a valid drag. She didn't come in looking like that. And they were like, what the fuck? Like there wasn't one of those moments. It was like, oh, my God, it's Ginny Slice. I love her.
0: Oh, sure.
1: you know and i think that's it it's interesting we're seeing that on on a little bit on season 13 but certainly a lot in drag race on season 2 of of uk is like um there's so much more of validating each other and queens being validated versus like who is this? Who does she think she is? What's that look? Like, There's we're not getting as many of those shady asides, you know?
0: Right. We got one of them. We got the the shady corner uh, in the mirror. I think it was, uh, oh, of course, Ahura. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. then Sister Sister was there, but Sister Sister, I don't think, wanted any part of it. And then Ronnie no. Green was like, what are you guys talking about over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and Ronnie. then, no, I think... Uh, you know, if I can go out on a limb and say, Ahora is giving me—I mean, they have painted that villain even more than uh, than I think taste because I think taste is like, well, I'm cruel at a vil, but I'm also sweet. Whereas with Ahora, she's like, yeah, I'm pretty. You know, people people misconstrue me, but then you had Tia Coffee, who's like, no. I've heard more about this queen, right? So I think that we are getting a little bit of that start, which I, again, I'm here. One of the best moments of Drag Race UK season one was a red wig and a silver dress, I don't think.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. I I want some conflict for sure, especially among these queens. Um, I I do want to mention that reminds me that... um, before I forget, we obviously see that clip in the opening of this episode, and I just have to say how much that opening montage, looking back on season one, felt like a Lee Dawson recap. I was like, "He, you've given him the model; he just has to change out what the what the clips are in the photos." Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I mean, this, I
0: wonder. Did, I mean, I actually, I, I'm ignorant here. I kind of thought he did do it, and you know, he's it being felt like him, it, yeah, Drag Race UK. I mean uh, so that would Mary's be a smart thing, yeah. yeah. Mary's will uh, tell
1: us. I know that they had like hired him to do recaps of of season one. Oh, um, okay. But that just that opening thing, I was like, this just feels like pure recap mm-hmm. energy, you know?
0: Mm-hmm, Right. Uh, I did hear a little spoiler, um, and it's not a huge spoiler, but. Somebody warned me that there is huge drama going. And the only reason I heard about this, I didn't click on the link, but the link on Reddit, the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit, uh, it just said something about a queen cursing out RuPaul. I don't know who who it is. I didn't click it, but I did hear that. And I'm like, okay, so which one of these queens is going to explode? I could have seen it being Joe Black, but it's not Joe Black. (laughs)
1: no it's not no it's not uh i i have heard similar i saw some mention of that i you know in the past when these rumors would come up like i remember back in the day there were rumors that like bianca like you know that she cursed out rupaul there was a rumor that she broke her leg the first episode like there used to be like silly rumors but i feel like over time the rumors have gotten a little more real. Like I think the Queens are talking more and sure. Oh,
0: definitely. Uh, Cause they have to hire designers.
1: Yeah. And so uh, my guess, and I feel like I saw someone put this in the comments of, of this and that's why I'm in, I'm thinking it is like, uh, someone posted, I think that on like Facebook or Twitter or something. And someone said in the comments, um, Oh, it was Ginny Lemon. And I don't know if that's true, but I thought I could see it. I could see I Ginny being, I could totally see Ginny just being like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, sorry for the spoiler, Mary, if that's true, but we don't know.
1: Um, We don't know anything. Yeah. Well,
0: I can't wait to talk about the rest of this episode. But before we do, we should tell our Marys what they're listening to.
1: Marys are gripping their purses. Is he going to do it in the accent? Well, Marys, (laughs) you're you're in for another episode of All Right, Mary. (laughs) All right, Mary. All right, Mary, uh, which is, of course, our beady-beady little podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queenie, campy, and queer. You never Uh, know.
0: (laughs) I'm Johnny, and you're trying to trap me right now. Talk about sexy stuff.
1: And I'm Colin, and that was the line I was going to say. So I'll just say, all right, RuPaul. And it's still not a good accent. (laughs) I'm just using this as an opportunity to workshop my Scottish accent.
0: You know, Mary, what I kept thinking in my head as I was watching this episode was a little Easter egg from last season that has stayed with me and how I had to look up the term a basic hun because when Cheryl first said it, I thought it was, I'm a basic, comma hun. Like she's talking to somebody mm. called hun. I'm mm-hmm. a basic hun. Um, right. So as I if just, basic yeah. was
1: the noun. Yeah. Yes.
0: Right. So as I'm watching this and whenever I don't get a reference, I'm like, ugh, I'm such a basic hun. Such a basic <laughs> hun. Um, but yeah, no, this, uh, this episode was exactly what the doctor ordered for pandemic, for Drag Race Fatigue. I feel like I've been waiting for this moment and I finally got it and it delivered